0: Welcome to the Voice of Business, the official podcast of the Chamber of Commerce Hawaii, brought to you by Altrus. I'm your host. Jo McGarry and this is Engineers Week. Our guest today is Leslie Wilkins. Leslie joined Maui Economic Development Board in 1999 to launch its Women in Technology project, which today serves a statewide constituency of more than 30,000 students, teachers and industry members each year. She was elected to Maui Economic Development Board's top post in 2017. And has served in state and national leadership roles with a business and professional woman for over three decades, including terms as national president and foundation chair. She's currently serving as the Maui County Workforce Development Board Chair and a member of the Maui Economic Recovery Commission. She is a member of the UH College of Engineering Deans Council and the P20 Advisory Council. Leslie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for being here today. Um, we are, of course, going to talk about STEM works and engineering and all of the wonderful things that are going on, but we cannot really start a conversation without asking you,
1: um, how are things on Maui? Well, we appreciate your concern and thank you to our entire state for the outpouring of love and support. Obviously, it is the greatest human loss and economic tragedy that we have faced as a community. Um, you know, we lost lives. So many people have lost everything. And we're such a close-knit community that when one, one family, one person is hurt, we all grieve. And that, but that close knit community means that we are all very invested in trying to support, help um, those that have lost so much and help our community have a pathway to recovery, lifting up the voices of our residents of Lahaina in that recovery and planning process.
0: It's been really f- an unfathomable few months since August for, you know, everybody who's deeply involved and also as you say for the whole state because everyone cares about everyone so much are in general are people I know everyone banded together I know there's a lot of support but it's a very traumatic time I'm I think constantly about high school students Mm -hmm. because they're the ones who really are so deeply affected I think because they're at such a transitionary point in their lives um are you seeing like signs of hopefulness? I mean,
1: are there great stories where people are really being resilient and being helped? Um, yes, I think there is resiliency. There is trauma. There's no question about it. There are triggers that set off more traumas. Uh, our state needs more mental health services prior to the fire and certainly now. Um, but, you know, we have to, keep hope moving forward. And you're correct. The Lahaina Luna High School students, the intermediate students, um, and, you know, one whole elementary school was totally lost. Um, it is very, very traumatic for our young people. And so keeping them, um, having, some sort of normalcy in their education, making sure that programs and opportunities are there for them. Their teachers need help too. 20 of the Lahaina Luna teachers that are still teaching lost their homes. So it is a community that needs all our love and support. And at STEMWorks, we're very happy to try to provide teacher support, training, resources, resources, support for the robotics team. Um, we were just out there for um, in December, we were at Lahaina Intermediate School with what's called Hour of Code. It's a national awareness about computer science and opportunities in computer science. And they did a hands-on activity about, um, measuring the water quality of the ocean. So, ver- using computer science and AI tools. So obviously very relevant very to relevant. the concerns about the oceans, um, how much it could have been contaminated, polluted by the runoff from the wildfires. So a
0: great example of of showing elementary students how AI is involved in every part of their world and, and making it relevant for them. That's the thing, isn't it? That's what's important about Engineers Week. It's what's important about the STEM works partnership with the Chamber and the engineering sector is that Educating people in this brave new world of exciting changes um, in the engineering world, which is is so broad now, um, that that's
1: just critical, isn't it? And getting people on board that Absolutely. this is happening. You know, Engineering Week. I was doing a little research for this, although we've been celebrating it for over twenty years. It actually was founded in fifty one, which is older than I am, and it's all about that, building that awareness of the contributions of engineering and also building a diverse workforce for engineering, which is our passion, our mission. But I think that is absolutely one of the problems in attracting more students into engineering is they just do not know the breadth and the depth of what engineers do for You know, facing global climate change and solutions for that, our infrastructure, curing cancer with more greater detective devices. You know, there's really not anything that improves our quality of life that is not founded in engineering skills. So I think that's so important for our girls and some of our other underrepresented groups that have not self-selected into engineering is to match up that career pathway, that educational track um, in engineering with what they want to accomplish, their personal goals of how they want to make a difference.
0: You mentioned the in- Inclusion, like bringing in, having more diversity in engineering. It, it's a field that really
1: could use a bit more diversity, isn't it? And uh, the leaders in the field are the first to admit that. Um, we are so very lucky to have uh, Dean Brenna Oka at the University of Hawaii College of Engineers who's working very hard on attracting more women and attracting more um, diverse students. It is so important. It has been a male-dominated field for a very long time, You know, most of those traditional male dominated fields have at least 50% women now, law, medicine. Engineering has been the persistent one that was kind of the last holdout. It is. I think that's well said. And computer science too is lagging behind as well. So, and again, it comes down to, you know, um, we work at, at the middle school level on this engineering week on awareness, introduce a girl to engineering day because big decisions are made by young people at that age about whether or not in high school they're going to stay in a math track, uh, which is definitely important to continue and be accepted in the College of Engineering. And so it's just about connecting with them on something they're passionate about and showing them how engineering can give them the tools to make a difference in that. And STEMWORKS is all about that. We're a service, service program, service learning, which means that in our STEMWORKS lab, students get to choose and select an issue that is meaningful to them and then go back in the lab and use those tools to actually build a real-world solution. And that engages our girls and some of our students that would not have traditionally thought about an engineering pipeline. Do
0: you think it's fair to say that it it wasn't necessarily the, the establishment that's been trying to keep, you know, women and other groups out of engineering? It's much more the fact that, you know, when people think about the math track, it's always
1: been presented as being something quite dull. Yes, Absolutely. And not applicable. Why do I need to learn calculus when I can do all the mathematical calculations I want on my computer or on my phone for that matter, as we often hear? Um, so again, it's that application. It's showing why that critical thinking that you get from mathematical equations and processes, why that is so important and, and actually aligning it. And the other thing we find with our girls, um, and this is, you know, some of the gender research that's out there in the body of research as well as what we observe firsthand is that girls tend to want to be perfectionists. So if they don't fall in love with math and if they're not making the top A's in the class, they think they're not good at it. So hence, maybe they're not good enough to be in the engineering track or computer science or whatever it is that does have prerequisites in math for um, admission at the college level. And I have it on good authority a B, a solid B gets you into the College of Engineering mm-hmm. and Calculus. So we have to, um, you know, make sure, reinforce that it is the whole person and not just, you know, one excellence in math. Not that we're not encouraging excellence in math and AP Calculus courses for our girls, but it is not mandatory.
0: <laughs> is it? Is it easy to, I mean, do you have specific things when you're going in and you're partnering with the the engineering sector and you're doing things like engineering day do you have specific you know exciting kind of career paths that you show people as an example of i bet you never thought this was engineering oh
1: Absolutely. And the best way to do that is to showcase young women that our girls can identify that are working in those fields and they get to hear firsthand why they're passionate about their careers, why they're making a difference. And, you know, let's face it, the salary isn't bad either. Um, engineering boasts of the fact and it's factual that, um, for a bachelor's degree, the engineering field makes the most money for entry into the workplace. So um so again, because there aren't a lot of engineers often in that girl's sphere of influence in their family, um again, connecting them with engineers, as I said, they can identify other also hands-on activities. We have those young women lead hands-on activities, whether it's something about in aerospace engineering, environmental engineering is very attractive. A lot of our our young people are clearly want to um, fix the issues of our environment. So in fact, it is the largest discipline. Um, over 35% of the environmental engineer enrollment is female. So that's where we've made the biggest um, advances, I think, for women. And um, just, you know, be- basic uh, robotics. Now we're introducing AI in those hands-on activities that we show both in the STEMWorks lab and at IGED. They're going to get to do some fun things, introduce girl to Engineering Day, which will this year be at YWCA here in Honolulu. What are the percentages? Like how, let's look at your report card. How
0: well are are we doing in the field of attracting women? Like say at UH, for example, what was the percentage, you know, 20 years ago, what is it today?
1: So when we launched Women in Tech, which has been, wow well, 23 years, it was pretty dismal. And that is not uni- unique mm-hmm. at all to University of Hawaii. In fact, we're doing a little better than the national average. It was about 11% of the enrollment. Um, we're now well over, we're about 22% graduates, 24% enrollment. We're moving the dial, of course, not as quickly as we all would like, because there's huge demand in this field that's the other thing mm-hmm. um, you know we have engineering openings across the state and everything from you know at the shipyards which I think is traditional people know that we need good engineers out there and that's well paying etc but you know aerospace engineering we have a lot of the space forces here now in Hawaii on my island of Maui some incredible things about tracking debris in space and cleaning up space where also is polluted. Um, And then, of course, the environmental work. And, you know, as I look at you open this segment with um, inquiring about Maui and the devastation that we suffered, the solutions and the tools for rebuilding and um, hopefully, you know, looking at some cultural assets that we can restore will be all about AI. It will be. Engineering. It will be using GIS tools. It will be using all the creative solutions that and the creative thinking that the engineering discipline offers. So we need all of our young minds helping us with recovery. What a remarkable
0: career path for a young person to take who perhaps previously have never had anyone in their family, in their genealogy involved right. in engineering. Considering that so many, uh, university graduates are leaving school and there are not the jobs that they want to walk into at the kind of salaries they would love. It seems to me that, you know, you're definitely on a path to being able to bring so many more bright, intelligent, creative young
1: people into engineering that will only benefit all of us. That is so true. And, you know, um, I'm not trying to say that... Making a lot of money brings life's happiness, but I am saying that having a living wage, we know that our state has among the highest cost of living in the nation. So um, preparing our young people with living wage salaries, of which engineering careers clearly offer, A, is going to help keep them at home so that we can have their great ideas and solutions and future leadership and retaining our culture, our beautiful cultural values And uh, we hope it will bring some of our young people that went away to the continent for higher education, for college. We hope that those available jobs, we can help bring them home as well, uh, because there are other jobs here. It's one of the fastest growing opportunities. And the thing is, is that it's everywhere. You know, it's not just in, you know, what we think are traditional um, engineering jobs, but it's in hospitals. It's in helping with medical devices. It's in research and development for pretty much everything. So it's a, it's an unlimited pathway.
0: I wonder in, you mentioned earlier that we've been celebrating engineers week since 1951. It would be so wonderful to go back to 1951 and ask some engineers what they thought we would be doing in 2024. And I'm sure even the brightest of them couldn't have imagined where we are today.
1: I'm certain of it. You know, we all have that image of, you know, long white shirts with long skinny ties and a pocket protector, right? Right. (laughs) Um, Is the stereotype. And of course, all male. Um, so um, it has changed a lot, but, you know, there's so many more opportunities. Such a long and exciting way to go. Thank you so much for coming in and
0: chatting with us. Thank about you so much. STEM your, your partnership with the Chamber and the engineering sector, and also, of course, the fact that it's Engineers Week. You've been listening to The Voice of Business, the official podcast of the Chamber of Commerce Hawaii, brought to you by Altris. I'm your host, Joe McGarry. Join us next time for more stories of Hawaii small business.